Shit is crazy. Y'all just got through hearing one of my latest singles, Make Me Love You. It's a great song, man. I just want the free ball tonight, man. Free ball, got the ball anywhere in the court. I can shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? I might shoot it from the other side of the court. You know what I mean? You never know what the fuck I might do. But one thing's for sure and two things for certain is A Goons is number one. Always will be, and uh, you know that's nothing but straight facts. And so, man, I want y'all to go check out that new single that I got out. Make me love you. You know what I mean? Streaming on all platforms. You can find it on YouTube as well. And so, um, yeah, basically, I want the free ball tonight. So much going on in my mind, you know. You know, it's just. Uh, you know, life takes its turns, I've learned. You know, I've been out of college since 2016. And, uh, you know, when you really get in there, you know, when you're young and your mom is saying, you know, boy, you, you really don't want to be out there. Get up. You got it good right now. You know what people tell you? You got it good as a kid. And you thinking that shit is hell, you know? The truth is, you do got it good when you're a kid. You know, it's more opportunity. You know? You can make your money and stack it like crazy. Only help when needed, you know? Shit is different though nowadays, you know? So much fucking going on. You know, you really don't know which way to, you know, turn in these these times. You know. Well, you know, one thing that I do know is uh, God has a plan. And with that plan, you know, certain things is going to happen to for that plan to be, you know, in motion. So, in my eyes, I feel like we are living 
within the rapture, which is the last 10 years of Earth. You know, I don't know what number, what, you know. I know we ain't, cl- we got, we close to the end. We ain't get the end in, but we close to the end. You know, if you go back and read Revelations, the book of Revelations and the Holy Bible, you know, they talk about these things that's, that's going on now, you know, the wickedness, you know, life is really crazy, man. Gotta learn how to be solid. You gotta learn how to be standing on whatever you believe in. You know, and there's so many things that go into people's heads to believe because humans gonna go away if they feel they should at the end of the day. You know? Whatever they feel on the inside, it feels right to them. That's what they're going with, man. And everyone's different. You know? Life is a little crazy right now. Everybody's kind of everywhere. You don't know what to expect. People are doing crazy drive-by shootings, all types of shit. Bank robberies, truck robberies, all type of shit. People don't give a fuck right now. They're showing their true colors. And, uh, you know, just a lot going on. I know I sound like I'm just... I'm low on my energy, but, you know, I just got through smoking me a fat back. What I still got a piece of it in my hand. Shit. I'm about to motherfucking finish it off now, but I'm just on my relaxed mode, you know. Kicking it at my Acorns podcast, man. Welcome to the motherfucking Acorns podcast. If I didn't say that at the entry, get on my head in the comments. Or just email me. If you want to email me, talk some shit. This is for anybody out there. If you want to email me and be on this show, email me at okcagoons at gmail.com. And you can fuck with me, dog. I'll put you on the show. We can get you going. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking to be in this field of having your own podcast and, you know, just speaking on your opinion. You know what I mean? We live in a world that's so crazy. Like, if you look at the game, Grand Theft Auto, it's damn near on point with how the world is. To keep it a buck, most people just don't notice it. They don't understand that it's really that dangerous out here. Plus, worse. Like people are doing even worse things. You know what I'm saying? And then it's the ones that's just, they absolutely on the other side. There ain't no good in them, you know? And so whole bunch going on just gotta focus man just gotta focus you know I put myself in a position to where you know when I receive any type of negativity I find myself not neglecting it or pushing it away I mean it's negativity, I, I understand it. I try to understand, like, what's the problem? Like, it depends on what type of negativity. If it's just some, like, fuck you, you a bitch, that's just some weak ass shit. I ain't even gonna pay that any attention. But if it's, like, something they got a motive behind and they talking and they say, oh, because of this reason, you just, you know what I'm saying? I just sit back, you know what I'm saying? Instead of accepting it or neglecting it, I understand it a little bit and whatever I understand about it and then I kick it away you know what I mean because at the end of the day it's negativity but to understand why someone's negative is a different that's, a, that's having a different mind frame you know what I mean most people don't care to understand they care to react you know what I mean so you know I'm changing the game little by little slowly you know what I'm saying this is another lovely show, man. I got, a, I actually got, uh, shit. I got another song. I got another song of, uh, it's going to be of me. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give you a snippet of it. And uh, it's called Bentley, man. It's just a little snippet. 
And uh, the first song that you that you heard came on, that was uh, my latest single, Make Me Love You. I did that one for the women. But, you know, everyone loves the song, man. Just love how I flowed on it. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of music that I want to make. You know what I mean? And then I have a passion for the piano, right? Because when I was younger, um, around like 10th grade, I taught myself how to play the piano. And it took me like three months. Three months to learn how to play the piano. And I went to my uh, choir teacher. I asked him, hey, can you teach me how to play piano? Because he's the... He's the best one I known at Douglas High School at the time. He was the best one. He ended up telling me, I said, hey, uh, can you can you teach me how to play piano? Boy, you think you're going to learn how to play piano? You must be out your mind. It took me years to learn how to play piano like this. You ain't going to never learn how to play piano like this. And I told him I had a time frame. I told him, look, I told the principal that I wanted to do uh, this piece. You know what I mean? For my girlfriend, I want to perform at the at the uh, prom. And I was only a, a sophomore. But I was the only sophomore that was able to come to that. Because usually, if you don't get invited by a senior or a junior, you can't come. You know what I'm saying? Prom's not for you. But since I was doing a performance on top of, you know what I mean, for the whole, the whole prom, you know what I'm saying? I ended up winning it. You know what I mean? I ended up doing my thing, man. It went crazy. Um, it was really a blessing, man. It was really a blessing. I got to perform. Shit, I pulled up in the Mercedes that year. E-Class. Anybody know anything about that? Then they know what's up. Uh, shit. That was just a crazy night altogether, man. I was just that man, man. I don't think you understand, like... 10th grade, I was probably up at my peak, you know, when it comes to when being in high school, I was at my peak, I was doing so much, I had just won a championship that year in basketball, and, you know, I felt like I was a contribution in the locker room more than more than the court, because the court, they already had a handle, had Stevie Clark, you know, uh, Dre, they had all these other people, they had Spudis, they had Tick, they had uh, uh, McKinney, uh, uh, they had uh, Skinny Black, they had uh, Trayvon Three, they had uh, Dior Smiley, they had uh, shit. That was pretty much it for the year. Oh, James Grimes, that's my nigga. And then uh, go check out his YouTube, James Grimes. He be he be doing the 2K thing. Go check out my man, James Grimes, man. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let me see. Uh, who else was on there? I think, oh, dude. Uh, his, I think his name. Oh, Terrence. I think Terrence is on there. And uh, shit. Who else was on there? Terrell was on there, too, before he left and went to Mustang. And so, yeah. Uh Actually, I think he was on the year before, but he was, yeah, he left around that year. I think he left around that year. And we ended up getting two other dudes from Texas that was really good, but they couldn't play. They couldn't play because they transferred, and they shouldn't have transferred because now they wasn't able to play that whole year. It was all bad for them. They was pissed. Um, But, you know, that year I was on another fucking level. I mean, so many different programs I was in. I mean, I was leaving school most of the time. I wasn't even at school. I was in suits, leaving school. Like, I go have lunch outside of school with the lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Man, I might be going, uh, you know, to talk to a whole different, you know what I mean? I might be going to talk to, like, some people who supporting the Oklahoma City Public Schools. I might be talking for for them and for my district. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I never really looked at myself as a politician, but I was a politician at a young age. Shit, I didn't even notice that. You know what I'm saying? I was up there saying speeches and shit so we can get money to fund our schools, you know, and to help out with the education board. 
and uh, you know, get more money because the government kept taking out. They wasn't giving in. And so it was stopping some of the programs that I wanted to do. And that's how I got involved. And so that's crazy, man. Uh, you know, because we wanted the golf program and we couldn't get it. We had to team up with the, the, the country club that was like right across from Douglas High School. And that's how we ended up getting the golf golf situation but at first they wasn't doing all that shit they wasn't funding us but but after a while they get started giving us a cart and you know what i'm saying they started giving us all the equipment we needed i mean all we had well they didn't give us all the equipment we ended up buying the equipment but that was funded through speeches i had to give just for us to get it so they can understand how important it is how many kids it was saved you know and i never looked at myself as a politician ever bro but you know, shit is just crazy. You know, tonight I told y'all, man, it's an open ball court. I ain't going, I ain't sugarcoating shit. I ain't, I ain't doing none of that shit, man. This fucking world is wicked and crazy right now. You know, I can't even think. You know, I put all this shit together. And I make this shit happen, don't get me wrong. I love doing it for my fans, for you guys. You guys are the best. But, uh, you know, nigga be fucked up too. Nigga go through shit too. Just like my fans. So, you know, man, I'll stay with that blick on me, though, man. I got to. Just for safety reasons. Stay prayed up. You know, gotta be. Anything can happen. You know? So, shit, man, I be trying to get to this bag. You already know how this shit go, man. It's Ed Goons, man. We're going to get on to the next segment, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all hear my new song, Bentley. It's a snippet of Bentley. This shit going to come out next year around February. I want you guys to be ready. You know what I mean? Don't be, don't be judging me on no... Other bullshit, I want you to hear the song, enjoy yourself, sit back, relax, listen to the words, because every word is fluent, you know what I mean? So let's eight goons, man, let's put this shit in motion. Eight goons! Remember my pockets was empty, I trapped over gear like Tisby. Moving with the pack so quickly, dank with the Bobby and Whitney. Shout out my plug, little brick. If you're shopping, please come quickly. Yams on stove getting jiggy. Your baby mom being so friendly, I'm fucking around in my Hemi. Sherbet OG and some Henny. Petty ass niggas getting skinny, I'ma bet on my life, my family. Sideways leaning on Zanny. All I ever wanted was a Bentley. Lord, I'ma get me a Bentley. Breaking news, we have some very uh, heart-shattering news tonight. Um, I really don't like this trend at all, man. It's been going on for too long, you know, rapidly. But we lost a very, very good rapper by the name of Slim 400 out of the 400 camp, YG, repping all them boys over there, Mustard, everybody, man, and know, uh, it's crazy right now, you know, I had an opportunity to meet Slim 400, and I missed it, and I hate that I missed it, you know, he's right in my city, Oklahoma City, Tapping in with all the B dogs, so you know it was love just to see them and Mozzie, you know all them man. I wish I could have showed up and met all them guys and you know had a good time with them man before anything tragic happened like this. Um, they say the shootout or you know the shooting happened on 88th and 7th Ave. You know, right up the way from Manchester. And, um, you know, it's tough, man. 
it really hurts because it's like, you know, as much as you want your time, you know, to have legendary people in it, it seems like them legendary people don't always live, you know what I mean? They don't always live to get their flowers and all that good stuff, you know, be blessed and, you know, reap the benefit of all the work they put in their whole life. It's like most of these rappers are dying while they putting in the work, you know, while they creating their history. So it's kind of crazy to see, you know, anybody's water get cut short, you know. Man, big blessings and my condolences goes to the 400 family, to, y to YG, to 400 and his immediate family, you know. I got to tap in and, and you know, know about uh, Slim 400 before, you know, before his passing of tonight. And, uh, you know, you know, when I read up on his story, you know, he's really a blessed kid, man. He's blessed. You know what I mean? So R.P. the big bro. Big B's up in the air, man. You always be missed, man. It's love always coming from Oklahoma City, man. This shit is crazy that this shit is even happening, man. It, it's shocking. It, it is really shocking, man, because I'm tired of losing stars. I'm tired of losing legends. You know, living legends at that. You know, just, you know, and they haven't got to reach their peak either. A lot of them are dying and they, they're just getting started, you know what I mean? So, you know, and, and this is another thing, man. I, <clears throat> I want black people to stop striving to be a rapper or a basketball star or a football star or baseball star or any fucking entertainment. Like, we need to get out of that, you know, that mode, start stream, start striving to be lawyers, doctors, you know what I mean? Not even, not even that shit, man, because at the end of the day, it's all controlled by a higher power. Every job, no matter what the fuck you're in, there's a higher power there that runs all of it. So, we need to learn how to be entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? To where we got our own business going. We ain't dealing with all this fucking rap, man. Because this shit is just taking our life, man. We end up saying things we don't want to say. Doing things you don't want to do. Doing the Due to peer pressure. And, you know, people need to get more control of their lives. And uh, like I said, this was shocking tonight. Slim 400 passing away. R.I.P. to Slim 400, man. And uh, we love you, man. We love you, King. And so stay the fuck up, man. I know you're going to be watching down on all of us, man. Stay up there, man. Thank you for everything you've given this earth. You know what I mean? Because I know you didn't gave a lot. And it had a lot taken away from him. So condolences to his family in the 400 camp. Sorry they had to lose one. You know, may God always be with y'all. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy D-Rob A-Goons, and let's get back to the A-Goons podcast, man. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about this last segment, which is called, and everybody knows it is A-Goons tradition, story time. And you already know how this shit go, man. We're putting this work together, you know what I mean? Putting our minds together to find out different experiences that we can learn from. And so... Uh, I want to share an experience with you guys tonight. This is 
This is 2014. And this is my trip to Cali. Right. And what's changed my whole perspective on, you know, what life is going to be after high school. And so basically it's 2014. I took a flight from OKC straight to uh, California. Um, one way and uh, basically um, basically a touchdown in LAX right drinking on my Modelo's going wild but I get to LAX right and you know when you in LAX you see some every star I'm telling you People that you would see on TV, you know, like commercials, all that shit. Because before then, it was like internet was popping, but you know, it wasn't crazy. You know what I mean? Like it is now. It's like crazy now. It's like internet is like having a second life, right? You know, you got yourself, and then you got the in real life, and then you got the the internet, and way perceive you, people perceive you on there, and it's just like. It's crazy how people now can have two lives, you know what I mean? Be known for something over here, which actually holds weight in the real, real world. So it's a little weird, man, how things work. But when you're walking through LAX, you see some of everybody, man. And uh, basically, um, what I'm trying to get you guys to understand is paparazzi and on them you'll see them waiting around but but they seem discreet they're always like discreet because they don't want to they don't want to shock nobody right so there'll be somebody that you'll see over there sitting down with no luggage right you thinking they just wait for somebody come off the plane but move you get done but really really they waiting for a star to walk through that motherfucker so they can have her story you know what i mean which is crazy so i call my pops and uh i say pops where you at i just touched down just came from baggage claim and uh he like oh okay well once you come out i'm about to pull up in like five minutes we literally in traffic right he with my uncle carl right now my uncle carl had passed you know right after i left la probably like I don't know, two weeks to a month, you know, two to four weeks after, I think he passed away. And so, uh, my uncle Carl meant a lot, you know, to my pops, to his peers, to his family, you know what I mean? And so, you know, this story is like, it, it really means something to me, you know? And so basically, my Uncle Carl pulls up on me with my pops. Pops hops out, treats me like a superstar in front of, you know, LAX. Grab my bag, throwing it in the trunk, open the door for me. I hop in the back. It's the, it's the BMW big body. I'm talking about four door, but it's big body. You know what I'm saying? You get in, it's, it seemed like a spaceship in that motherfucker. I mean, he got big rims on that motherfucker. It's sitting tall. You know what I'm saying? We riding through LA. You know what I mean? So we take off from LAX. And uh I think we go to Red Lobster. Go to Red Lobster. And uh we're eating the seafood. And uh my uncle Carl orders a steak. And you know it's a big reason why I won't eat a lot of steak nowadays. You know. My dad said, you know. Uncle Carl, you know, was the man, you know what I mean? Everything he did, you know what I mean? But just like any other human, you know, we all have our ups and downs, you know, things is positive about us, things is negative. And, you know, the choices we take as far as our habits and eating or anything of that sort. So, you know, uh, just like anybody else, you know what I mean? You know, poor eating habits can can um, end up taking your life. So I'm trying to change even myself. Right now, I've been working on a lot that's going on with me. And 
and dealing with my health and making sure I eat right because I don't want to fall to the the same things I've seen multiple, you know, multiple people fall to. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that. I want to be the one to overcome it be able to pass it along so many others can overcome it. That's of my kind. So, you know, that's crazy that uh, life is like that. But my Uncle Carl was the man. Owned houses, was in the real estate, went to college, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? And uh, Uncle Carl, you know what I mean? And Uncle Cat, big shout out to Uncle Cat. He always been the man. Y'all always understand, you know what I'm saying? And so, and then big shout outs to Pops. Those was that was the trio right there. And uh they tear, they tear, they'll be ripping through shit. I mean, you know, le- making legal money through real estate. It was a blessing, man. It was a blessing. And so, uh Uncle Carl, we all sitting there eating, laughing, having a good time. I've seen him another time. Um, seen him another time uh, whenever he had one of his properties me and Pops ended up stopping through there and uh, just like peeping out what he had going on he had different contractors there all that good stuff and then I got to see him right before I left which was like literally the day before I left or the night before I left and you know I was old enough at the time Ended up, you know, talking, having a good conversation, you know, amongst me, him, and my dad. And uh, I never would have thought, you know, that'd be the last time I see Uncle Carl, you know, because I was looking to impress him, you know, with the achievements that I have done. Because, you know, he already seen the other achievements, and I've seen them multiple times than just three. But three times was those three times was like the three times, you know, that uh, we really, we really bonded. You know what I mean? And I could understand it. You know what I mean? And uh, that last time was just super important. It was super motivation. You know what I mean? Because like when you walk into his house, even if you walk from the side of the gate. You know what I mean? If you walk from the side on the side of the house going into the backyard, he literally has steps going from his backyard into a pool that literally you can walk over the pool. You know what I mean? And he has his shack houses. And, you know, one of them be one of his offices. It was real lavished out. You know what I mean? Other spot was like kicking spot. You know what I mean? Other stuff, lawnmowers, whatever you need. And, um... You know, Uncle Carl was on top of his game. And I was looking at what he had. I mean, but if, if Uncle Carl was here right now, I promise you, he would have had a um, multi-million dollar business going on. Multi-million dollar real estate business. and Because he was just, he was on another level. He was already probably a millionaire. If not, if not, I know he would have been a multi-millionaire in, in 2021 going into 2022 man and uh you know that shook me up you know when uncle call passed because you know i care for all my family and i'm not used to none of them dying you know we all live on to see each other grow and uh he ain't got to see me step into that that you know internship with the law firm ivy mcneil and wyatt you know what I mean? It was in downtown Los Angeles. I ended up working under uh, a lawyer by the name of Chandler Parker, who was also an actor for 10 years before he became a lawyer. So about the time I got with him, he was like five, six years in on being a lawyer. You know what I mean? It was just a whole different ball game. And when we went into the office, I guess he had a case that he was talking about or doing with my dad. It just so happened that uh and it was something small like a little traffic case or something i think it was just like a a rear end or something it was something super small like but chandler had just gotten the game so basically basically 
Um, I ended up. I ended up uh, changing the game. You know, I asked him, could I do an internship? You know, and, you know, when he asked, when I asked that, he was like, man, we don't have any paid internship, but I, I, I get you. I don't need to get paid. Immediately, that's what I said. I don't need to get paid. No need. not even important to me I just need to be in the environment right after we left there Jalen tells me yes you know uh, dad tells me to go do my homework that means that means you need to go study you know what I mean study who you about to work for you need to know their accomplishments what they done because that'll tell you how to act around them and, and you know you know what you know, a person expects, you know, or, you know, what they would prefer you would be like, you know, around them. And it's not like you got to care about that. I know everybody just want to do them, but some most cases, is that's not the case most of the time. You can't just always do you. You know what I mean? To get somewhere, you got to learn how to fit in sometimes. You know what I mean? If you don't even know how to fit in, you ain't gonna get half the places that you think you're gonna get. You're gonna always think you're getting, uh, you know, and blackballed or, you know, something of that sort. So, um, basically, right after we get it, you know, Pop's really happy for me, proud of me, think it'll be a great thing to do, you know, since I'm down there anyway. And, uh, Basically, I take it. I take it. Pops rushes me that same day. We go down to Hollywood Studio uh, Suits. Hollywood Suits. First, we went to uh, off Hollywood. You know what I mean? In in the Hollywood Hills. Everybody know where that's at. And uh, go up there. See if the store got it. They didn't have my sizes. None of that shit. So we left there. We went to Orange County. Orange County got a Hollywood suits too. And uh, we go in there. Just so happened they had every size I needed. And uh, since they had every size, we got three shoes as well. As well, So we ended up buying three different pairs of dress shoes. I ended up having like some brown joints, the black joints. And then I think I had some gray joints. You know what I mean? And you know, the main colors whenever you working in an office is usually that black, brown, or black, gray, and blue. Black, gray, and blue is usually the colors you wear whenever you're in a, uh, uh, a law environment. You know what I mean? That's just that's just their typical color. So, you know, unless you stand out in some way. And so, ended up doing that uh, internship with him. I learned a lot. Got to drive a Lamborghini, eating fancy places. All this different stuff that you would never really see at the age of 17, 18. Well, I was 18. At 18 years old, you know. It was just a whole different whole different lifestyle, man. But it changed my life and it opened my eyes to what this world really is. And who, what you gotta be, you know, to make it in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? All in the world where everybody wants to be number one. Everybody wants to be seen. And, uh... You know, with that being the case, you got to know how to move in this motherfucker. Because if you don't, somebody's going to end up offing your motherfucking ass. And that's just straight up. You like my motherfucking joint. Yeah, man. So, you know. Never thought that would be the last day I seen my Uncle Carl. And uh, I made history that summer, you know. I did such a good job, man. I was underneath the McNeil uh, uh, branch. It was a, it was a, a ivy, ivy uh, branch, then a McNeil 
Branch and then a Brian, uh, Ivy McNeil and Brian. And so, you know, they all three had different branches. So McNeil, I was underneath his branch. So one time I ended up going into the, uh, he ended up calling me to the office, calls me to his office. It's the end of the day, we all about to go home, right? I'm in my crispy gray suit with the blue tie, white tee. You know what I'm saying? Going dumb, dumb. You know what I'm saying? With the gray dress shoes on too. So I'm killing them. I'm killing them. And so check this out. I'm young. You can see I'm motivated and I'm taking the right steps. You know, he says, hey, young man, uh, how you enjoying the time here so far? And this is exactly what I said. I'm learning a lot. And it felt like, you know, and I didn't really understand it at the time. I didn't really understand it. I can honestly say that. I didn't understand it at the time. But maybe he knew more mentally, like, you don't even understand, like, you know, the peak of what this shit can be, you know, when you're speaking on life. You never know. Expectations is it's not limited. Nothing's limited, but this is specifically what he says back to me, right? <laughs> well, that's good. Have you ever been to a LA Dodgers game? I immediately say, no, I ain't never been to the LA Dodgers game. Well, how about you take my tickets for the name? I own some seats there. Take these tickets straight to the box office. They'll show you where you're at. You know what I mean? I want you to go take you and your pops out for a good game. I was like, what? For the show? Because he was a little bit older. McNeil was older, but he was the coolest dude you could ever, you know what, fucking know in life. And I kind of learned the structure of how a business should be. So like I used to do cases. So the cases that my lawyer already reviewed or is actively working on, I would take a, a, a peek at that, right? And he'll have me study certain cases from the past too. And so some would be like homework, work study type stuff just to see, you know, or put me in a spot where I'm advanced to where I notice different shit. And so basically I have my own desk, all that good stuff. And, uh, one lady went out of town one time and I was able to have her whole office. And literally in her office, the back window, uh, was nothing but glass. So all you can see is downtown LA and you can see everything else from there past USC all that shit, Crenshaw, all of it. You can see all it was the be most beautiful view ever, bro. Most beautiful view ever. Literally, when you went in this building, it ain't no key to fucking go up. The lady comes from the desk and buzzes you on that motherfucker just to go to the top. It was like another level, man, of life. And uh, when I got out there, me and dad was working on a car that he had at the moment that he wanted to give to me. And so we, we put all the rims on it, put some new brakes on it, all that good shit. Put a flat screen in it. I mean, this time me and him bonded on and really learned this shit. And whatever we didn't know, we went to the to the uh, auto part place and, and they'll tell us what we need to know and what we need to do so we'll get it done. And, um, you know, at that time, Pops was living down the street in like a crip neighborhood. It was like down the street from USC. Because most people don't know this shit. Down the street from USC is the hood. That's what most people don't know, right? Most people don't know that shit. It's the fucking hood. And uh, it's big bees, you know, over this way with pops. And, you know what I mean? And so, but he was well respected in LA, you know, he never had no problems. And uh, always helped, always dealt, you know, with his problems head on. And so, um, this is the crazy part. I used to go down to USC that same summer. I used to go down to USC every time I get off of work, 
from the from the internship. And I would go down to USC and play the piano in the middle of their, uh, it's like literally right next to their like student store where they get food and all that stuff. And then their cafeteria, I used to play right in the alleyway at a piano that wasn't even tuned all the way. But they literally had to come tune it up because I was playing it every day. I used to go over there and hoop as well. You know what I mean? I loved it out there. I mean, seeing intense games, niggas getting dunked on, all type of shit. Superstars that I probably met and didn't even know I was meeting them. Didn't even know they was the fucking future. I'm sitting around there asking them, like, who's hot? Who's not? What schools is popping? Like, who's the best? All that shit. But it's just so many counties. And that motherfucker is just like, goddamn. But they was breaking it down to me, and it was crazy at that time. I met this one dude who uh, actually was signed like he actually just got through committing to usc to play that year so this summer was nothing like but him getting ready but he's already like like he was already on campus like he had his own dorm everything and uh he was hooping out there i meet him out there to hoop you know what i'm saying and i didn't even know he was he was gonna be the man you know what i mean and do his thing and so it's kind of crazy man it's a couple people man that i got to see and as far as football players i got to see a lot of them too that's in the nfl right now that play for usc and there was a lot of linemen there was big old samoan dudes telling you they was killing the game and uh they playing the nfl today but you know i never know them people was gonna be stars man i was a kid on the bike and literally i would ride through they had like the summer school shit and i would ride through their, their like campus field and it'll be full of people doing shit that I would think it was on a fucking movie, bro. Like, the weather's perfect. I'm riding out there. I'm like, oh, I'm about to head back home. It's getting too dark. I know shit get weird in LA when it's dark. They're going to get home. Cars going everywhere so I can get home safe. I know Pops want me there. So, you know, I ended up strolling through the field, man. And just so happy. It was like a fucking movie. You had, right when I came into the field to the right, little square-shaped field, they're playing football, white boys, right? And it's like, it's not like regular football. It's like that flag bullshit. And then if you ride straight and then look to the left, it widens out. It's a big-ass field that widens out. It got trees, all this different shit, palm trees. You got little groups of people, you know, I guess having a little book, a group book session that they all study in the same book. You got people throwing frisbees. You got people just running around playing with the fuck, playing with each other, all this shit, just pushing each other, all type of weird shit. It was all type of shit going on. I literally parked my bike and got amongst one of those groups and just kind of listened because I was always looking older than what I'm supposed to be. So they probably thought I was just another student that was going to be there for the next year. And I seen a whole bunch of different stuff, man. They ended up having open gym. So I got to go in one of the USC's gyms and hoping that motherfucker with some real ballers. It was a whole bunch of a lot of man, it was a lot of stuff that just that really opened my eyes that year. And that year was so special to me. Now that I think about it, it was like that was the whole shaping and molding of, of the Agoon shit. Changed the game for me. Keep it a buck. That's that's what opened my eyes to where I knew niggas in Oklahoma just don't know about this. They not living this life. They ain't got this opportunity, you know. And I had it in my hands. Literally, they had the BT Summer Hip Hop Awards uh, right down the street in Staples Center. Me and Pops hopped on the bikes and went straight down there. Went around the backside. We got to see Snoop Dogg. Bow Wow, whole bunch of people who was coming and going to the uh, uh, NBA Hip Hop Awards, but they was on the other side were paparazzi, and I think only certain people were allowed. This just so happened we got there before all that shit kicked off. Like, before all of it kicked off, we got there, and we parked our bikes and just, like, sat in the cut and just watched everything. We ended up walking along the carpet, seeing a lot of stuff, and we didn't even know all that shit was going to happen. 
We didn't even know. Life has its ways, man. I want you to understand, man, that this shit is it's real. It's real, man. Life is real. And uh, a lot of people take it for granted. And I lost my uncle Carl that same year. And I was going back to school, being a senior, knowing that I'm on a different level from every other classmate. You know what I mean? My mind is so further. So in the future, it's hard to explain, to explain really, you know, it's hard to explain because I do this. I really do this, you know what I mean? So, but life is nothing but a time limit. And I don't want you to think that it's, you know, it's limits to this shit. It ain't. You can, you can go crazy. You never know what your life may hold. You might be the person that first person to get a trillion, trillion dollars, a quadrillion but dollars. You know what I mean? Quadrillion. You know what I'm saying? You'll be the man. You could be the first. You know what I mean? Whoever's listening to this, no matter if it's a woman, man, child, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Girls, boys. You know, you could be the first to do it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not going to be easy, but you know, it just depends on if you make it hard, you know, so, and life is full of surprises, but that summer was great. I was driving Ferraris, Lambos, all type of stuff. Cause the lawyer I was with was, he had some paper, he was papered up. Chandler Parker was the man and actually he had a real big case in LA at the time I was with him. He had a real big ass case. Like, I mean, something going for stupid money. I'm talking about 200 million. And this was like, in the goddamn, that's in goddamn uh, uh, 2014, summer 2014. So if he had that back in 14, don't tell him what he's doing now, you know? No telling, man. So I'll just tell you like this, man. I don't know everybody's intentions. You got to watch that in life. You never know what people got planned, you know, to go against you or to go with you, you know. But you got to get out there. You got to live life. You can't worry about that. You know what I mean? You got to stay protected. You know what I mean? Through God, you got to stay prayed up. Whatever you believe in. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, this life. It ain't easy, man. But that summer, the greatest summer ever. That's what set me up to do big numbers and make history at Douglas High School coming out for the class of 2015. I was the most accomplished, most most accomplished student of the year. I'm trying to tell you. I had too much stuff going on, too many awards. I left out of I left out of high school going into college with over $30,000 in grants. Stop playing with me. So, you know, that one year of me going to school changed the whole ball game. The whole year, that one year of me going to college, because I was supposed to go to OU. The only reason why I didn't go to OU was because mom had just beat cancer. And she, you know, had moved out. And uh, was moving to UCO, like by UCO. And so that's the reason why I went to UCO, because I'll be close to home. You know what I mean? And I'll be in a good environment. You know what I mean? But uh, the grades was definitely there, man. Graduated with the 3.6. I was doing my motherfucking thing from the get-go. You know? I was going crazy. Now, I wasn't valedictorian and all that bullshit. I wasn't all that. But I was, the only reason why I wasn't all that because I had so much other stuff I was doing outside of the school. But it was for the public school system. All due to the fucking government. Not wanting to put no money in. Making us have to say speeches and go go to different parties and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Political parties. 
You know what I mean? And it was it was cool. Like you would go in there, and uh, it's like nothing but speeches, basically. You go in there, you're super tied up. Everybody's nice dressed. You're meeting different people, different districts, and, you know, representing different classes and districts and stuff. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And uh, sometimes different states, different countries, people representing. And, and uh, you know, you might get seated at a table with a with a whole bunch of different people, from different countries or different districts. You know what I mean? Those politicians and stuff. And uh, you have a speech that you have to prepare and give. And they'll have literally a whole like, like you're eating like the whole time. So you'll have some salad there to start it off with your water and all that good stuff. Or, you know, you'll have nothing there at first. Just all the plates and all that stuff. Then they'll bring out your salad. Then after they bring out your salad, they'll mess around, bring out your main dish and give you uh, a dessert as well they wouldn't hold out on dessert they'll just give it all to you at once and then uh you know you eat and then prepare for your your time slot and it's time for you to go and you wouldn't know when that is it's just whenever your name get called and so i had to go up there and just you know because i already naturally had it and i knew exactly what we needed or the type of funding to help the school and then also i was pitching funding for myself because it helped me after the fact, you know what I mean? I would, you know, after giving those speeches, I'll talk to these people coming off the stage. They'll be like, you did great. You're a great spokesman. You know what I mean? For your district and, uh, you know, for the Oklahoma City Public Schools. Because I wasn't just representing Douglas. I was representing Oklahoma City Public Schools. So that goes for John Marshall. That goes for uh, 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 Northwest Classic. Uh, that goes for all of the Oklahoma City Public Schools. Uh, Spencer, uh, Star Spencer, uh, John, uh, 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 John Ross, all those little small schools too. I was representing all of them. I'm representing everybody. So I just had that trust, you know, with my principal and with the lawyer that, that was uh, behind me. And so, you know what I mean? Things really changed for me once I got back from that trip. I took my life to a whole nother notch. Ended up going to college with over $30,000 worth of grants. So that one year was damn near paid off for her. It was paid off because all only thing I owed was like nothing. You know what I mean? It was basically nothing. Like like most people have $150,000 in fucking college debt. By the time they leave, like I didn't have nothing that one year and I just tried it for one year I made so many connections that ended up helping me out right now in 2021 and changing my life like some of the friends that I met along the way from parties to class to all this other different black events and uh you know whenever we have something together or the black men group uh it was a whole bunch going on man and uh it was actually crazy me meeting all them dudes that actually paid off for me and all them different women actually paid off for me because now they're in perfect positions to help me grow you know what i mean and uh, they don't mind helping me grow because they know me they know what i've done in the past for them for our class you know what i mean i put a different statue on it like even when i went to college i was the man like when they had our uh it's like a big orientation for uh, well, I don't even think they call it orientation. I think they do though. But basically, we all meet up there for the first day to see what's going on and see like where we gonna be at, what classes, uh, what dorm we about to get. Like they'll give you your dorm key and give you your room, all that stuff. It was that day, and it literally came on the weekend. I think they started on, I think it was Friday or either Saturday, and we went up there. I got to see everybody in my class and it was other people there too. Cause you know, they represent certain things, but they was in higher, higher classes, like seniors. It was junior seniors. You know what I mean? So, uh, or they was, well, you know, it's different in college. They were not undergrads. They were above that. You know what I mean? You know? So, uh, basically what happened was, you know, I was main like the main attention. And I had my best friend there with me, K Moon. I got to know 
you know, Sheldon around that time a lot more. I even though I knew him before that. I knew Sheldon way before that. We was hooping on uh, AAU ball and all that stuff. So, been to him. But we all got to go to school together and have different experiences together, you know, from parties to all type of shit, man. It was crazy, man. But uh, college was great. It was freedom. You know what I mean? I had everything I wanted. I met everybody I needed to meet to change my life. And uh, now I'm on a whole different level, man. I just want to change other people's lives. But just want to share that story with you guys and share a little bit of information, you know, on what I do and how I do it. Uh, so y'all take care, man. It's A Goons Podcast. This is your boy D Rob A Goons. And I'm out. A Goons!